here, but it was everyone here last night. Uh, first of all, that started last Monday when we began to fast and pray that God would speak. Uh, I think God showed up, amen, uh, you know, as we, we sought him and he showed up. Um, and so uh, what we don't want to do tonight is get laxed. We, we don't want to think, well, he was awesome last night, so tonight, you know, tonight we need to in worship, okay? Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know, I don't want to call it a drill, but you know the principle, right? Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Let's, let's draw down the presence of God tonight so that he can speak to us and that he can unlock the prophetic and really uh, be involved in some people's lives tonight. Amen? And so let, let's just pray before we worship. Father, we come this, uh, this evening, and Lord, we thank, we thank you for such a great night last night. We thank you for the opportunity to get to do it again. And Lord, I just pray, Father, for those being prophesied over tonight, Lord, that you'll let, let them set at ease and that let them know that everything that you're going to show them tonight is going to be for their benefit, Lord, because you love them and you want to give them direction and comfort and encouragement. And God, I pray, Lord, that you just begin to prepare the words, Lord, they are going to be given throughout the crowd, Lord, for the words in due season. Lord, it was awesome to hear the chatter, Lord, of what God said last night. And, and, how, and what was neat is everybody was getting it. Everybody was picking up on what you were saying last night. And God, I pray tonight that as right, right now, it's about worship. Right now, it's about coming in with thanksgiving, recounting the blessings in our lives, and just opening ourselves to you and praising you, Lord, for you're a good, good father. You're a good, good God. Lord, you, you have so much for us, Lord. And, Lord, we are so foolish sometimes. We, we put so many limits on our lives, Lord, because we have these misconceptions, Lord, of how you feel about us, Lord, and how you truly love us, Lord. And, Lord, I pray tonight that we will accept what we read in the Word, Father, that you have a hope for us, Lord. Lord, that you have, a, you have good things for us, Lord, that we are your children, that we are the residents of the kingdom. And, Lord, that we have purpose, Father. And, Lord, I pray tonight that you begin to unlock that purpose through your power and through the words spoken to us and over us tonight. And, Father, just let us worship you, Lord, and enter into your presence, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Right. You guys ready? All right. Well, I want to introduce to you once again, Mr. Bill Lakey. Is it Lakey or Lakey? Lakey. Everybody say it with me. Lakey. Lakey. I kind of, I kind of bounce back and forth. It's actually Scottish. Scottish? Yeah. Yeah, this guy has a kilt. Four. Right? Four. Have you ever preached in a kilt? No. No? <laughs> Don't have them with me. Sorry. I got this. I imagine, though, if I wore his kilt, it would look like a long skirt on me. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I don't even think we need to pray about it. So, anyway. Uh, since, since you brought it up, 
Uh, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, and uh, I'm a Scottish Louisiana redneck with with some Cherokee Indian thrown in to make things interesting. So that's my that's my pedigree. So it's just proof that God will use anybody, anybody. And no matter what our backgrounds, our pedigree, where we came from, what our families have done, what they've not done, every one of us in this room were formed by God with purpose in mind. And regardless of whether the unions that produced us still exist, whether we're, we, someone has looked at us and said, well, you're illegitimate, God looks at you and said, no, you're not, I made you. You're not the result of a mistake. You're not biochemistry at work. You are a creation by the almighty God. And when he looks at you, Today, he sees what he saw when he formed and fashioned you. God speaks to the potential that he built into us to partner with him in the earth. He doesn't address address us based on where we are in our journey necessarily. If that's the case, when he spoke to Gideon, he would have said, come out from there, you coward, and I'll help you. But he didn't. He said... Gideon, mighty man of valor. What was he doing? He spoke to the potential that was resident in Gideon, called it out of him. And in many ways, that's what the prophetic does as well. And so if you were here last night, it was such a great time, but I've done presbyteries for many, many years, and there's a tendency, it's a human tendency that we have to fight tonight. The human tendency is, man, that was powerful. These guys got this. Trust me. No, we don't. We're a team. We've pressed in, become relationally aware of the presence of our Father. We know He wants to speak to His children because He's a good Father. And we're the ones here tonight with the responsibility of speaking what we hear the Father say. But I need you, we need you to press in with us to pray for us, pray and believe the way you would want someone praying for you if you were the one standing up here holding this microphone. Because we need it. We're a team. This is team ministry. Welcome to the team. Right? Can you do that for us? Let's, we're not resting on last night. We're not going, whoo, that was great. It's going to be good. No, we're pressing in just as desperate tonight. Without God, we're, we're in trouble. Okay? If you weren't here last night, uh, presbytery is a word that may or may not be familiar to you, but you can find it in, in Timothy, the, the epistles to Timothy that Paul wrote. And he specifically talks about gifts, spiritual gifts that were imparted through the laying on of hands of the presbytery and prophecy. And so sometimes what happens is not just identifying a gift, sometimes God deposits one. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. And so tonight, we're going to just press in together. We're going to identify where these candidates, we're listening for gifts and callings and roles and uh, in ministry and places, and then uh, we're just going to speak what we hear, okay? Can you, you okay with that? We're doing it whether you are or not, but because <laughs> the authority in the house has asked us to do it, so you might as well get involved with us, right? Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you love us. That every person in this room is special and cherished 
and prized in your eye. In these moments tonight, as people come forward that have been chosen and asked to participate by the leadership, give us ears to hear, give us eyes to see what you see when you look at them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, are you ready? All right, Pastor Chad, call up the first group, first couple. All right, uh, Justin and Sydney Aldi. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Justin and Cindy, would you extend your hands toward them? Let's just pray over them. Just, you guys can sit down and relax. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Justin, I heard the Lord is going to make the fruit of your hands and your work profitable. That what you put your hands to, God's going to give you favor. I see favor in the work that you do. I see favor in the things that you are thinking about right now. God is, you're, you've come into a unique place of the favor of God. And it's, you can feel things in your brain being stirred by God. And when it first started happening, it kind of freaked you out a little bit because you're like, that's weird. That's not how I normally think. But your ear to the voice of the Holy Spirit has become sharpened in the past 16 months, 16 to 18 months. And, and it's just, it has really gotten sharper. You hear the Lord. So there's something in your, you're, you're starting to operate in something called words of knowledge and words of wisdom. A word of knowledge is when God drops something in on you, you could not know it unless God told you. And a word of wisdom is most often, what do I do with that? How do I use that in this situation? So there's a new spiritual dimension that's awakened inside of you. And it's, uh, uh, it's not that you resisted it before. It was just hadn't been your experience. But there was a yielding. There was something that said, God, I can't do what you want me to do. Just it mustering it up my own strength. And so the Lord said, nope, sure can't. So I'm going to help you. And he's begun to help you. The biggest thing that started to happen is the word of God has begun to make sense. It come, it's come alive in you. And you read it and you go, I've read that before, but it didn't make any sense. But, man, that makes sense. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen over time. The word that comes alive as you read it is going to burn in your heart. And you're going to be one of those people that before you can teach anything, you're going to have to live it. And the reason is so that when you share what God has shown you, it'll bring an impartation to people. Not just information, not just inspiration, but an impartation. That means something gets deposited in them that's life-changing. I see a trainer in you, a, a teacher mantle on you that can show people how to get it done. And so God's going to use you in that way in this house. And there's favor upon you. And so he's put you with someone who has big vision. <laughs> you can be very focused right here on this, this area. 
but she sees everything. Everything. God has put that in you. He's put such a creative spirit in your heart, such a, such a creative... Uh, well, you don't look at anything the same way as anybody else. <laughs> if I looked at you and said, describe that lamp thing to me, I'd, I'd say it's a lamp thing. You would say it is an inspirational illumination piece. (laughs) Right? I mean, so that's just kind of how your mind works. But it's a good thing because the two of you together are such a good balance. Sometimes he has to grab your feet and pull you back to the ground. Sometimes you have to reach down and say, no, come on up here. It's awesome. And so the the balance is a healthy thing. uh, And you value each other. So I want to encourage you, guard, guard your relationship because your destiny depends on each other. It's, it's your partnership together. In other words, I want you to view your relationship as essential to fulfilling God's purposes for both of you. So, so guard it. It's valuable. It's really valuable. And there's not a per- couple in this room who doesn't get attacked. There's not a couple in this room who hasn't had the knockdown drag out on the way to church when it was their turn to teach the class. There's a lot of us, aren't there? (laughs) But I want you to be encouraged by that because the enemy likes to try to turn that around on you and go, man, we're not spiritual. Yeah, you are. That's why he's messing with you. If you weren't spiritual, he'd leave you alone. If you didn't have something to say, he'd leave you alone. You wouldn't be a threat. You wouldn't even be on his radar. So just want to encourage you. Don't get bogged down when you think things aren't going exactly the way you want. God's hand is on you in this season. I see increase of responsibility, increase of influence. I see increase favor in the coming days for the two of you. What's up, y'all? Uh, Justin, when I looked at you, I, I just heard the Lord say, he's 2.0. And, and I, I heard the Lord say this, he's, he's, what he thinks is great, he's even way greater. He's twice as good as that. He's two times what, the greatest that he could even think. And I feel like the Lord's coming to you in this season, and in the thinking of your mind, he's shattering the boxes that you put on yourself. And you've tried to say, well, I'm like this, and this is probably all that I can do, and this is all that we can do. But the Lord's saying, I'm taking you to a whole nother level. I'm taking you to a whole nother level. And it was, there was like, I don't know, it seems like there was something right around 12 years old that like knocked your feet out from under you. And the Lord's coming to heal you. He's healing you of that hurt because that has been, has been holding you down in this season. And he's saying no longer because you're going to soar. You're going to new heights and new dimensions. 2.0 greater than you could ever imagine. I'm taking you there. I'm taking you there. And um, I, I, just, I just hear the laughter. The bubbliness, the laughter. It's so contagious and everybody that's around you. There's just a, it's like giggle monster. I don't know. But there's, there's such a heart to, to serve and to love on. And I'm telling you, there's something that you guys are going to be connected with, with really, really helping people that are down and out. People that have hit the wall, that have hit the bottom. 
And you have a strong part in that. You need to hear that. There is ministry inside of you. And it might not look exactly what you think it's going to look like, but there is ministry inside of you. Don't count yourself out. Just being the artsy one over here in the corner. Step up and step out. The Lord's called you to step up in this season. And he's saying it to you. It's not okay anymore for you to sit in the back. Step up. Step forward. Because God's put a word in your mouth. And you need to declare it because there's freedom behind your words. There's freedom behind your words. He's so proud of you. He's so proud of you. And I just feel like there's been a little fear um, with, with the kids. There's been, a, there's been like this anxiety. And the Lord says, I've, I've, I'm holding him in the, in the palm of my hand. Nobody, no thing can take them out. I've got them. I've got them. God bless you guys. Amen. So I saw you deliver the one. Is How many do you have? Three. And I'm assuming this is the youngest. <laughs> Amen. Well, I heard um, John 7, 37 and 38 over both of you. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come. Come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And Justin, this is what I heard for you. You're not behind. You're not behind. It's like when we step into the call of God in our life, there's an evening out that he does. And uh, you're not behind. And you're not second. You need to hear this. God has graced you with an ability. I see a teaching gift in you. I see the ability to open the scripture and to teach the word of God. And so I really want to encourage you uh, to begin saying over yourself, I'm not behind and I'm a teacher. I can teach the word of God. And uh, as you do that, God's going to grace you. This is what I heard, an awakening of grace. I think uh, there's been a lot of judgment against you in your life. And God's going to come to turn that judgment around. The first thing he's going to do is by an awakening of grace. The, the divine influence of God inside your heart. Shining out of it with gratefulness. That's what grace is. And there's an awakening of grace that's on your life. And also see a healing that's coming from that light that's shining. The grace of God coming. There's, there's an inner healing that's going to take place. And what I, what I see in my mind is um, a, a man walking out of a dark place into light and just going, whoa, and then start looking all around and everything looks different and everything feels different. And I believe the hand of God is on you for good. Cindy, right? Yeah, just want to make sure that I had remembered your name correctly. Um, I just see the joy of the Lord in a special way, but it's a contagious joy. And, uh, I, you know, what, what, I, what I, I heard the Lord say, Cindy, you're a good mom. You're a good mom. 
And you need to hear this because uh, that's how the Lord sees you as a good mom. And he, he also wants you to know that dreams do come true. That dreams do come true. And you've got some dreams that you've been hesitant to share. But dreams do come true. And God's going to give you the ability to start saying, well, I've got this dream. And people are going to get on board. Because the dreams of God, you know, God, God puts things in our heart not only to encourage us, but because we're a part, we're members of a family and we're members of a body. And there's other people out there that have dreams that are connected to your dreams. And God wants you to fulfill them together. Uh, and then I just, I just see a real financial blessing coming your way. I just really believe that the Lord is going to put favor upon you and bring in provision from places that you don't know of. So I, I, just, I just saw the two of you sitting down trying to figure some things out like, well, if we did this and then we did that and we did this. And you could do all those things and I encourage you to be good stewards with everything you've got. But I just see the Lord saying, you know what? And on top of that, I'm going to bless you. So Father, I just speak the release of this financial blessing to come their way, Lord. And I thank you for uh, putting within them the heart to be good stewards. But Lord, I thank you for the favor on top of the stewardship. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's just extend our hands toward them as Pastor Chad and any of the leaders and elders that he invites up here to pray with him. Seal this word. Me, I don't know how good this all smells. It is so good. You know, when he said about you having dreams... I remember all the dreams your mom used to come and tell my dad. And he believed in them, you know. And uh, I remember when she had the dream of decorating the sanctuary. And, I mean, dad would know all of them. But I just remember the dreams that she used to have. But, Father, we just come and we lay our hands on these two tonight. And, uh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for the confirmation in both of their lives. Lord, for the encouragement, Lord, in both of their lives. And, Lord, uh, now it gives it even gives me a little direction, Lord, on, on how to use Justin and Sydney, Father God. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for these two. And God, I pray, Lord, that, that the, the, the word spoken over him about the lessons he's going to go through, Father, that he goes through them well, and that he goes through them knowing that there's a, there's a reason, there's a rhyme, and there's an end to it all, Father God. And that end is you and your purpose, Lord. And God, I pray that you'll just lift these two up tonight, Lord, as we lay hands on them, Father. Lord, we pray this word into being, Father. And that you bless each and every one of them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Mickey and Jessica. You're so sweet. This this woman right here. Um, I just, as soon as you sat down, I, I heard the Lord whisper in my ear, She's mom of the year. She's mom of the year. And uh, I, 
you just need to know that the, you have a special place in the heart of God. It's like I see you tucked away into, into this heart, and he starts beginning to transfer this, this heart of compassion inside of you, and your heart breaks for what his heart breaks for, and your heart is happy about what his heart is happy about. And God's going to begin to use those emotions in an even more powerful way than, than you could ever imagine. I see there's like an influence that you have in this house. Um, you, you wouldn't see it that way, but God has made you an influencer in this house. And you're a, you're a pace setter. You kind of set the tone in a lot of, in, in whatever circle you're in, an environment you're in. People are looking to you to see, should I be happy? Should I... Is this okay? And here's what you, I feel like you need to hear tonight. Here's what the Lord is saying. You need to understand your influence. Because you're going to start using it. And God's going to begin to put you into places, into circles that you wouldn't have even thought. I see you, and I, I, don't, I just heard the Lord say, um, I see you on like school boards and involved in schools. Um, think, like, I don't know. So, but I'm, I promise you, God's going to put you in places that you would never even thought about. And it's random craziness. But God's put you there because you're going to be an influence of his kingdom that's going to transform environments. There's transformation alive on the inside of you, wherever you go. Wherever you go, God's going to use you to transform hearts and lives. What's up, man? Uh there is such a strength inside of you, but the strength comes through serving. You are the epitome of a servant leader. You, if it, in the definition, I, I see Mickey right there, servant leader. It's who you are. You model what you live. You actually live what you believe. There is such a heart of conviction on the inside of you. And it's like, God said this, we're going to do it like this, and we're just going to go no matter what happens. And I feel like God's about to impart to you another dream. I feel like this has been a, a time in your heart and in your spirit of like uh, transition, of almost like, God, what are you, are you really saying that? I, I, maybe you're saying this too, and God, there might be something else. And then you hear something tonight, there's something else. There's transition, but God's going about to speak a dream into your heart, and you're going to step out because it's what he said, and it's going to happen. Don't be afraid. It's going to happen. I just feel the pleasure of God on you guys. You guys, another thing, I just heard him say, you're right in the center of his will. You haven't missed it. You haven't missed it. You're right in the center of it. God bless you guys. So when you sat down, I heard this uh, proverb, 19.2, over you, desire without knowledge is not good, and whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. And I began asking the Lord what he wanted to speak through that. And Mickey, I just heard over this that wisdom and order are important to you. And it's like there's this thing inside of you. I just I saw you saying to Jessica, man, I just want to see fathers and sons succeed. I just I just I just want to see relationships between fathers and their sons. I just want to see 
I just want to see there be health. I just want to see the next generation come into order. I just want to see the grace of God. I don't know how many children you have. Can you tell me how many? Yeah, four girls. That's amazing. Well, you're probably praying for some daughters, sons out there. Yeah, and and I, I see that being very important to you. Uh, but I also see something uh, between the two of you, Jessica, it's so important that you understand how valuable you are. You have, a, you have a great value, great value. And I think sometimes, you know, you just wonder, you know, is, is what I'm going to say really going to help? Is, 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 is it really going to make sense? Um, is, it, is, it, is, it, is anybody going to understand my heart behind what I'm going to say? <laughs> And, and, and you just need to know that you have great value and that your words do make sense. That people do understand your heart. Because you know why? You're authentic. You're, you're real. And people, people know this about you. But there's also the capacity that you have because you are real and because you are honest and because you have purity, there is an impartation and you just need to know that uh, your life is a bright, shining testimony. Other, others read you like a book. And, and you leave people with a desire to want to do better, to want to know God more. There's something contagious about the authentic purity that you walk in. And then for the two of you, I just really want to encourage you uh, if you're not already doing this because I just see you really having a testimony in the community outside outside of the house where where there where there is you are attractors you attract people to God people want to come pe- people who would never think about coming to church would think about it for the first time because they met you because they said you know what I think we can I think we could relate to these people. And then and then the next step is, you know what? I think we could relate I think we could relate to God. And then the next step is, I want to know the God these people know. So I just really want to encourage you in that don't stop doing what you're doing. And then and then I just see um, like a refreshing. I think you've been working really hard. And uh, I think that I think that uh, you know that God wants to come with a season of refreshing for both of you, and who knows, maybe you want to take a vacation too. But <laughs> but so so maybe it's time for that. But I really but I really believe that the refre- that the, there's a hand of refreshing that is upon the two of you, and I just want to pray that over you, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Your word promises seasons and times of refreshing by the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would cause a season of refreshing and, according to your will and their schedule, a vacation. And I just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I heard this phrase, and I have just been pondering it ever since you came up here. Your training is not in vain. It's coming into play in ways you never saw. I don't know what your training is. I don't know what your background is, your education or whatever. Um, 
But you're stepping into a season, uh, as it was mentioned earlier, of transition. It's actually going to come to bear. Your training is coming to bear more fruitfully in this season right in front of you than it ever has. And that's important for you to know. I also feel like there's, you're looking at options. And it's like there's three possibles in your mind. And if you were to line them up like this, I guess I'd better do it this way so we have the same perspective. They're up like this from the left to the right, door number one, door number two, door number three. It's almost, I hear that. It, it's like you're, you're trying to make a decision. Which door, God? Which, which door? Do I go through? And here's the thing you need to understand. It's less about which door, and it's more about which path is on line with what God's put in your heart. You have a leaning. You came up here saying, God, we need a clear word on where we're going. Well, the clear word is you know where you're going. You already know where you're going. You're already leaning. You're staring hard at a door. You just need to trust yourself. I know there's a lot at stake. I get it. Been there so many times, it's not even funny. I literally wrote the book on thriving and transition. That's the title of a book I wrote. <laughs> In the opening pages, this is a line from it. I say, I am not an expert on transition, but I am experienced. Yeah. Here's a, here's a, I just want to encourage you. You really already have a good beat on it in your heart. You just need to go with it. You need to step out and do what you know is in your heart to do. And God's going to meet you, but not until you step. The minute you step, you make the move, God is going to confirm in your heart that you know how to follow him. You know how to hear his voice. You have a built-in confirmation partner. But you're cautious, and, and that's why you're, and you're wise, and you don't misunderstand me. I just want to tell you, that leaning you already have, that thing when you scan across those three, the one that you can't get out of your mind, You know where God wants you. Now you just got to trust God to meet you there. Does that make sense? Now let me talk about some other stuff because that's something you're real focused on. I had to get that out of here. Uh, leadership, governance, pillars, whatever word you want to use. They all say the same thing. You're important in this house. You are a leader in this house. God has raised you up in this house. You are a person of influence in this house. You're, you're going to be a part of, of the process of leading in this house going forward. And you have a voice. You've been given a voice. And when you use your voice, it's, it'll be listened to. You're not just an administrator or a bean counter. Or you're not just those things. You need to just, I mean, those are skills you have. I mean, but that's, that's what they are. But you, you can't put yourself in that box. You're so much more than that. You have teachings to bring forward. There are teachings, preachings in you when you touch your burden. 
And that burden is, was touched on earlier, but it's more than just men and uh, their, their, their kids. It, it's families. Right? You want to see healthy, godly families who are raised up in the house of God. You like family pastors, you know? Does that exist? I guess it does now. But you have a burden for this. You pray into this all the time, and you're sensitive to it. So I want to, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Step into the role. Your training isn't in vain. It's going to break forth more now in this season than it ever did before. All right? Okay. Aren't you relieved? Aren't you relieved, right? Because it's, it's, yeah, this is a good season. I do want you to know that with all transition, there's two things that happen in every one of them. When we go through transitional times, we, it's real important that we find purpose. What's the purpose? And we embrace that. Uh, and when we do that, here's, here's two things that are the purpose of every transition. God exposes things we don't need for this trip, and he establishes things that are necessary for this trip. So just let God touch and say, you don't need that for this leg of the journey. You can kind of put that aside. And let him speak into your life. Hey, you know what? You need, to, you need to add this to your repertoire. You need to add this in your life for what's coming up. And then you're, if you do that, you'll do more than survive. You'll thrive. You'll come through this whatever period of time this little transition might be. I, I think it's going to be a little transition. I said little, didn't I? But you're going to come through that better more prepared, benefiting, okay? I'll say one last part of that. The path of least resistance rarely leads to anywhere meaningful. So if you meet some resistance, don't panic. It's just making you stronger as you pursue God, okay? It's a great couple. It's a great couple. And uh, I just want to seal what was said before, and I want to call you forward. Yeah, I could pick the door, but it would, show, it would sell you short. Okay? You may not be visual like I am. I'm seeing, I see doors. I see those three doors. One of them's highlighted. Pray into that. Father, thank you so much for this couple, Lord. Pillars in this house, foundational couple. Thank you for their heart for the people of this house. Thank you, God, for the influence you've given them with the people of this house. Thank you for their burden for godly families in this season. And, Lord, we pray that as they lean into what you're speaking to them, they will confirm one to the other. And they will look at one another and say, we know that we know we've heard the voice of God, and nothing will keep us from walking what he has asked us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. You remember Mickey's an elder, right? Okay. I didn't think he'd forget. <laughs> All right. Father, we come tonight and we just pray for these two, Lord, and we pray for these words, Lord, come to life. Lord, that they unfold the way that you intended. God, we pray, Lord, that they grow strong in the gifts and the callings that you have in their life. And Lord, we pray, Lord, that they... 
become a, an efficient part of uh, your will, Father, in this church, Lord, and in building your kingdom, Father. And, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. And we just pray, God, your blessings on these two, Lord. Lord, give them, give them courage, Lord, Lord, to make the decisions that you have in front of them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Dusty and Sissy. I perceive that you can sing. <laughs> can you just extend your hands toward them, please? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Speak into their lives tonight, God. I know I was being a little funny when I said you can sing, but it's something God's gifted you with, but he, he's pulling on you right now in a whole different dimension. He's adding beyond the ability to sing the song, and, the, and he's putting a prophetic touch in your life to where you aren't limited to the notes that are written or the words that are on the page. Because your time in the last six to eight months, you've gone deeper, you've dove deeper, and, and you've been meeting with God in a way that's been opening up your heart. And because in every worship service, there's that pause, there's that moment, there's that thing where you know God is in the house. And until we've gotten into his word and that prophetic thing begins to rise up, we're limited and all we can do is go to the next song. But that's not what God has for you. He's doing something unique. I see you in your living room or your, wherever it is that you spend your time with God. Lyrics coming up out of your heart. If you're not already doing it, keep a journal uh, where you write those things down. Just write them down. The thoughts, some of them will be fragmented thoughts. Some of them will be very clear. I, I can see you picking up your pen and writing a paragraph of thoughts. And, and you're gonna, some of them will fit together perfectly. Others, you'll say, I don't know where that fits. But you'll come back to it at another day. And you'll, be, and you'll begin to craft that. There's, there's something about the, the craft of music and writing and songs. And so I want to encourage you. It's like, I don't know if you've thought about it or not, but it'd be cool to, to write songs that are coming up out of what God is doing in this house. It's great to sing the songs about what God was doing in another house, but at some point in a church's life, you say, bring forth the songs that are of this house. And so I want to encourage you to be a part of that process. Be a part of that. Go into, if there's training involved, find it. Go get it. Uh, but to keep digging. Also, I want to confirm there's a teacher's gift in you, the ability to lay out the plan, put it together, Teach, instruct, and train. It's important. It's not just information. It's no, 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 come do it like this. It's more hands-on. You know, some people teach information. Other people say, no, come, come here, come come here. I can hear those for Come here, come here, come here. So I don't know if that indicates the, the age group or if, or if it's just a bunch of guys. I don't know which it is because we, we're kind of like that too, you know, just come here, come here. So... But there is a teaching gift in you that's beyond just the dissemination of information. It's literally saying, get your hands on this. When you leave here, you're going to know how to do this. So that's important to confirm in you, that teaching gift, that prophetic touch, the writing of lyrics, and so forth and so on. So I just speak that to you. Um, Jesse, is that right? No. Who was it? Jess, who are you? 
Dusty. And you? Sissy. See, I was reading over there. I apologize. Hey, there's something in you that is that you're a builder. I mean, that's just what you do. You're a builder. You read plans. You understand. You know sequence. You know when it's important to do this and when it's important to say, don't do that. What are you doing? You can't do that now. You know what it's like for somebody to come and say, you know, when are we going to build the kitchen? When are we going to build the kitchen? Can we pour the slab first? That'd be great. You know the steps. You know the order. You know the sequence. You're a builder, but you're a builder in the spirit as well. You're a spiritual builder. You can see it. God will give you the ability. You're to be involved in helping to see and, and make clear the vision that comes out of the leadership of this house. It's like it's an architectural plan that comes out. You're to say, I get it. I see that. Here's some steps we probably need to follow. And when they say, well, you know, we kind of want to do this first. You go, maybe I could suggest that we might do this one first because, yeah. Because that's what builders do. That's what builders do. You're, you're not a, a, you know, some people, <laughs> it's a common trend now of guys, they go and buy old houses and they, they remodel, you know, <laughs> flip houses and do stuff. It's, it's, it's one of those things. That's actually tougher to do than building new construction, by the way. Because you just don't know what you're going to find. And so you've, you've had a few surprises. But I will tell you this. God's begun to help you understand. I, I don't, I'm sensing by the, because I'm perceptive and prophetic. <laughs> all you people behind me, that you might possibly do something like this, actually. Uh, but I don't want you to limit yourself to what you do in the natural I want you to see how it relates to the spiritual. My whole ministry life, I have been involved in construction in and out, in and out. It was time of supplement. It was everything. Uh, And so my brain thinks like that. And so it's helped me. It serves me. And even the department I'm in now, it's like I'm looking at it. It's sequential. It matters that we do this first. And I got people on me. When can we this? When can we this? When When can we have our own conference? It's nothing but this and that. Well, you know, it'd be good if we just knew what we were doing. You know. So there's a wisdom that God has put in you. And you need to see that wisdom. It translates. God just made, he made you this way. That may be one of the outlets that you use to help provide and provide for your family. But the house of God, those giftings come into play as well. All right? Can you receive that? Does that make sense to you? Amen. If you prophesy long enough, you can get everything. So, just kidding. No, there's more. Um, as soon as you sat down, and I was just mulling over this, but I just, it was like it became clear. And I heard the Lord say, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I ordained you. I set you apart. And there's been like a wrestling over your life. It's like the enemy has not wanted you to succeed. And there's been a fight for your life. And God said, oh, oh, you're mine. 
and I'm winning. I've already won the battle, and I'm going to keep winning the battle, and I'm going to keep you. Because there is, it's like there's, there is a serious something set up against you, and you've been fighting it most of your life. But God said, I'm coming finally to sever that fight, and I'm breaking it. I'm breaking it. And, and I feel there's this, this massive like, gift of evangelism on the inside of you. Um, and you've said words like, I, I can't speak very well, and I can't, I, I don't know about all this communicating stuff and talking stuff. But God said, no, 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 don't say you can't speak. Because I'm going to use you. Many people are going to know Jesus because of you. Many people. You've got a heart for it. You've got a heart for it. You see brokenness in people. And God has put a fire on the inside of you. It's like, I don't know if you like to play with fire, but I feel like there's something about like, there's something about there's a fire on the inside of you that's going forth and it's going to catch flame in the hearts of other people because it's truly contagious and you're going to see many people get saved. I'm telling you, get to evangelism. Amen. I'm like, shh, guys, shh, give me, keep going. Just kidding. You can be, you don't have to be quiet. I was a joke. Guys, it was a joke. <laughs> Never mind. Um, there is a strength of leadership on you. And, and you're, ha- it's, you, you're very sweet, but you're really, you're really on it. Okay? It's like, hey, y'all, get out of my way. You know what I'm saying? And, and God has put that in you. You're, you're fiery. You're like, you're like a firecracker. And, and, and in fact, you're, you're a lot of like the gas pedal, and he's a lot of like the, whoa, whoa, hold up. I don't know about all this. Whoa, 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 whoa. But God's gifted you that way. It's because there's a not, there's like a, I'm not going to stop on the inside of you. There's almost like a bulldog, like, come on, let's go for it. I'm going to do it. And, and I'm telling you, there is, God has m- married y'all together for a very specific purpose. It's, a, it's, a, it's, like, it's like dynamic. It's crazy the, the impact that you guys are making and are going to continue to make for the kingdom. And there are, God, is, God is trusting you with resources. And, and it's been easy for some of that to maybe catch your attention. But God's wiping that away because he's, he's bringing humility to you guys because there is a, there is a reason why he's trusting his resources. It's going to bless many people. But stand up, leader. Stand up, leader. It's okay. You can be you. Be you. Amen. Amen. Everything good? All right. That's good. So... Um, just heard a scripture over both of you that um, it's really powerful portion of scripture in the life of Jacob from Genesis 32. And Jacob was left alone. And I feel like there's been some times when you've both felt like you were alone. Like even to the point of, is there even a tomorrow? And God rescued you. And God delivered you. And God brought you out of a pit. And things weren't always perfect. But God has been perfecting you. And he's with you. And you know he's real. 
and you know the power of deliverance. You know the power of a living God. And a man wrestled with him, and, and Landon talked about the, the wrestling uh, that you've done before, but there's, I, I think there's a new wrestling for both of you, and it's a good wrestling. And it's the wrestling where an eternal destiny in God meets a moment in time, and your life is transformed. And it's, it's not salvation. It's where you plug into the purpose of God in a fresh new way. You know, in, the, in this Genesis 32 passage, something was happening simultaneously. There was a reconciliation and a restoration that was happening in a family that was going to affect an entire nation and still affects the entire earth today. And sometimes we meet God at those moments, and God meets us at those moments, and we know that we've got a new day, a new walk, and a new name. And I hear this over both of you, that you're at a moment where you're meeting God in a fresh new way because, you know, Jacob, and I saw this over you, Sissy. Jacob said, I have seen God face to face, and yet I've lived. And I believe there's a desire in your heart to see the glory of the Lord. I believe there's a desire in your heart to help others see the glory of the Lord. And the Lord knows this. And what I heard him say was, I'm putting the disjointed joints in order. I don't know what that means, but I think there's, there's, a, there's been a separation of something, and God's bringing it together. And it's almost like that scripture where Ezekiel prophesies, and the Lord says to him, Son of man, can these bones come together? And Ezekiel says, I don't know, but you do. And the Lord said, prophesy to the bones. And when I prophesied, Ezekiel said, I saw the bones begin to rattle, and I saw the joints come together, and then we know the rest of the story. God filled the bones with muscle. He put flesh on them. They rose up, and they became a living army. And I really believe there's a similar work being done in your life and in your ministry right now. It's not because something was wrong. It's because God's coming in to bring freshness. It's because God's coming in to bring newness. It's because God's redeeming some things. I saw a line almost like a chasm that there was this deep thing. And I heard these words, the past has been cut off. The past has been cut off. And I really believe that you're going to see the hand of God in a special way. It's like you wake up in the morning and you go, this is a new day. Oh, that's what a new day looks like. Oh, that's what a new day feels like. Oh, and, and I think it's going to be, um, it, it's almost like there's going to be a giving and a receiving of joy and hope between the two of you. It's, it's like there's this, this sense of freshness. Like a fresh air is blowing through the house. And, you're, and it's like there's just going to be, I uh, almost want to say, because I, I don't know if it make, make it sound bad, it's almost like we're falling in love again. <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost like there's just, just, God has done something that is so amazing. And there's this just freshness, newness, hope restored, vision purpose, life, strength, and, and, and just this real health that's just going to be rising up and being released in your life. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I just want to pray over you. Is that all right? Father, I just thank you for Dusty and Sissy.
I thank you, God. I just want to say this. Call heaven and earth into witness. What, what God has done is good. And Lord, I thank you for your goodness being released in a special new way, a new walk, a new day, a new name. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, see, now you can't blame it on me, Holmes. <laughs> oh, man. I've been here 24 years this, this year. Would it be 24 or 25? I could say something great over all of you that have been spoken to. But I want to say something about this guy and this lady. God showed me a while ago, I was sitting there while you were talking, Bill, and I saw frogs jumping over each other. And I said, what does that mean? God said, these people, don't get jealous, folks. Where there's always a good report, sometimes jealousy can come. But I saw y'all leaping over, bounding over other people. This man right here, I've never been so impressed with a young man in my life. He is so humble, so respectful. He's very, very cautious about what he says, about what he does. I've almost seen times, I'm an honest guy. People don't like that about me. I have been jealous because this man had things in his young days that I still strive to have. His word, when he speaks, is like iron in his teeth. It has, it has body to it. And this young lady right here, when I first saw her, I said, man, that is one beautiful woman. <laughs> but as I got to know her and to watch her, and she's beautiful from the toenail to the, to the crown. I am very careful to ever say something like this because when, when people come into the church, I've been doing this for 38 years. And, Bill, you all know what I'm talking about. We're very cautious. We watch people. We don't, you know, people don't come flying in and we go, oh, we're going to use you. We're, we're going to ordain you. And, and every time, you know, Chad sees the, the, sees the people and I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. But this, this young man right here is going to bound like a speeding bullet, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, this young man right here is going to rise up and become a leader quick in this house. He don't have to wait. He doesn't have to prove anything. He already has. And you too are going to be great, great instruments in our house. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. Thank you. Amen.
Father, I thank you for these two tonight and the words spoken over them. And Lord, I just Lord, I thank you for the words that you've given each couple that's coming up here, God. God, it is so awesome, Lord, to see your thumbprint, your confirmation, and your leading and your guidance, Lord. And Lord, I'm just I'm interested in to see what you unlock tonight in all of these people, God. But Lord, I, I pray God for these two, God, that tonight. Lord, that you will give them a new zeal for life and a new, uh, a new revelation for their life. Lord, I pray, God, as, as they've already proven themselves, God, Lord, they have adjusted each step of the way, Lord, as you have led them since I've known them, Father. And, God, I just pray, Lord, tonight, Lord, that you will uh, put your mantle of preaching and evangelism yes. upon this young man, Father God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that his, his speech, Lord, Lord, becomes... Nothing that sets him back, Lord, but his heart, God, and his hearing of the Holy Spirit, Lord, guides what he says. Lord, and for this young lady, Lord, who has already told me she's had dreams of, of teaching, Lord. And, Lord, we know she can, she can worship, Father God. But, Lord, I pray, God, that you will give her the confidence, God, that she needs, Lord, Lord, to do it, Lord. And, and now, now it ain't her just knowing this, Lord. We all know, Lord, what you've called her to do, God. And I just pray that tonight you'll anoint both of these in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. We're just going to transition to, uh, we've been doing what's called presbytery and talking about people's gifts and callings and role and ministry and function. But what we've been asking the Lord is we've just been listening and, and looking around is, what he may want to say or speak to some of you that's about right now where you are. What we call that a word in season. That it's something God is addressing for where you are right now. And I want to just tell you, we're going to start doing it as God leads us, but maybe you go out of here tonight and no one called you by name and asked you to stand up. Maybe you didn't get asked to be brought up here, but I want to tell you, God can speak a word to someone that rises up in your own heart and you go, that's me too. I know that's for me. And you can grab that, hold on to that, take hold of that. But just in case you forget, He has a word for every one of us. For every one of us. And what we do here can never contradict what he's already said here. And you can hear his voice. I find there's usually two extremes. The word of the Lord is rare. Or I don't have to hear God anymore. we got enough prophets in the house. Both are horrible extremes. And the true prophetic office equips people to hear the voice of God with confidence and live according to the voice of God. Jesus said, can't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we live our lives by the word of the Lord, okay? So don't go out discouraged if some knucklehead like me or these two guys didn't call you by name. God is speaking to you. He will speak to all of us, okay? Are you ready? All right, from this vantage point up here, I've got, I can't stop. 
I got to do this. So there's three young ladies back here. I met two of you earlier right here. I couldn't tell what was on your couch. It says Sonic. That's what it says. Well, that's interesting. Okay, would you three right here, would you stand up? I met you two earlier, so I'll get to you in a minute. I think it's funny that your hat says Sonic because what I heard was that you were going to sing and you were going to you were going to lead people in worship that God was creating a worship leader's heart in you. You're already a worshipper, but that God was going to gift you and enable you to lead others into the presence of God. Sometimes just because you're going into the presence of God. Other times you may find yourself in front leading. God likes your voice. He likes to hear you sing. There's training available. Take advantage of it. You get any opportunity to learn, you do it because you're going to sing. And I want to get your name on records. Katie, is that right? I read her name badge. I didn't. <laughs> Just full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> So, but that's so that if you go back, they're recording this, and you want to listen to this, they'll, you'll be able to find your spot, okay? And remind me of your name? Rachel. Prophetic gift that's really strong coming up in your life. You hear words for people. You see what's going on up here. You'll do this one day. You will. You already hear the Lord for people. You have a strong desire to encourage others. Strong desire to call out of them the good that you see. And that's, that's part of it. What's going to make you successful in it is that you're going to understand that prophesying is a function that doesn't carry with it any personal status because it's just not about us. So God's going to use you. I think you've been having some dreams of late. Uh, some things that you're seeing, things that you're thinking about. You're, uh, I think the Lord's begun to speak to you in different ways. Uh, press into those. But most of all, press into the Word. Press into the Word, okay? And remind me of your name? Rebecca. There's such an intercessory gift in you. You pray for people all the time. It's a gift from God. Sometimes it gets a hold of you so strong, you don't, it locks you down a little bit because you care. But I want to tell you, God hears you when you pray. He hears you when you pray. So we've got this prayer leader, prophet, and worship leader here. <laughs> maybe, maybe time to plan a church. I don't know. Just... Just saying. But I felt like the Lord wanted to, to help you because I think these are things that have been stirring in each one of you and you, and the Lord just comes to confirm it. You're on track. These are things that he's put in your heart. Keep pursuing them. All right? Did we lose? Oh, there he is. thought we lost him. It might sound like a simple question, but um, just have really just heard the Lord uh, speak about healing disappointments. You know, if you've been alive very long, you've been disappointed. And
And yet sometimes we just go through life thinking, well, I'm just going to have to bear this disappointment my whole life. And I'm, I'm going to live my life. And I'm just going to keep doing the best I can with this disappointment. But guess what? God's a healing God. And the way he heals disappointment is by giving us the ability, usually, to forgive ourselves for expecting something either out of ourselves or through ourselves that God never expected of us. Sometimes he heals disappointment by giving us the capacity to forgive somebody else because they didn't do something we thought they should have done or could have done or were supposed to do. But if that touches you, and I know this could touch a lot of people, and if it touches everybody, that's just fine because there are some things in a body and in a family that are common to life. But God wants to heal disappointment. So I'm going to pray this prayer. I just want to ask you to agree together with me because there is power in agreement. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we bring our disappointments. And Lord, we, we, we lay them before you. And we ask you to show us, should we forgive ourselves? Lord, maybe some of us tonight need to forgive you. Because we thought you'd do something that you didn't do. But Lord, regardless of why, we thank you for replacing the disappointment with appointment. For I have appointed you, Jesus said, to go and to bear much fruit. And so tonight we speak over our disappointment, the appointment of God, to go and bear much fruit. And we receive that ability right now in place of the disappointment, in place of the thing that didn't happen. We receive your appointment to go and bear much fruit in the kingdom. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is the most awkward part, by the way, of the night when we have to, like, look at, you know, all of you. You're all beautiful people, but it's just standing up here like, hmm, what's God saying? Um, I hate <laughs> I do ask that too uh, sitting up there is so awful I like to sit over here so um, I just felt like we were supposed to do something I just can't I can't break through can you just play that just that song again uh, I just felt when we were sitting up there during that little quick time of worship that the Holy Spirit just came with a fresh baptism he just came in a powerful way, and it just, it just like hit me. I, I leaned over to Pastor John, and I was like, oh, my goodness. You just feel that. And here's what I want us to do. I want, I want us to just close our eyes and just kind of extend our hands like we're receiving right now because I believe even right now, we're just going to take a, a couple minutes at this. Even right now, healing is going to happen. Physical healing is going to happen. 
even somebody who's having a, a, a gargling in their chest when they breathe. I don't know what that's all about, but there's even like a healing with the breathing passageways. Come on, just begin to worship him right now. Just begin to sing out to him with your own words. Don't, don't worry about what you sound like. Man, I'm telling you right now, come on, Holy Spirit. Wash over us, Jesus. We need you, God. We need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. Baptize my heart, oh God. Oh, there it is right there. Come on, Jesus. Wow. Whoa. Breaking off shame right now. He's breaking off shame right now. Just let that go, man. The enemy just tried to remind a couple people. There's a few people the enemy just shot in your brain when we started doing this. And the Lord is breaking off the shame of the past right now in the name of Jesus. Thoughts of sin, thoughts of the past are coming up. They're trying to just block your mind. Right now, just declare that gone in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus is washing you right now. Come on, shame is being broken off of you. Wow. This, this fella right here, right here. What's your name? Mike Clark. Mike. Mike. Um, Mike, I just felt like the Lord say you are so loved here, and you're so necessary here. You're like a grandpa in the house. Everybody, all these kids, and you just get to love on people when you come here. But you need to hear something. Your days are not over. God still wants to use you. God still got words to speak through you. The, the generations beneath you need you. They need you. God's not done with you. In fact, you're going you're gonna to get alive again with a prophetic unction and prophetic words. There's something that God's going to begin to stir inside of you again. It's like the days of old are going to become the days of your future. You're going to have strength like that you never had before. God's going to use you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Mike. God bless you, Mike. In fact, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for strength. We thank you for health. God, we thank you for purpose. We thank you for your destiny. Holy Spirit, right now, would you just baptize my brother afresh and anew with your power. Thank you, God, for healing that's going to flow through his hands, for supernatural that's going to flow through his mouth and through his hands. God, thank you for taking care of him financially. Lord, everything... Lord God, I thank you for taking care of that. Yeah, even doctor's bills, even house notes. God, that you're going to take care of him and his family in Jesus' name. Amen.
There's a young man back here. I think you got some lines on, shaved on the side of your head. <laughs> Hi. What's your name? Bryce. Sorry, I'm old. I don't hear well. Bryce? Bryce, this is what I heard the Lord say. I've been looking at you all night. Um, I know that sounds creepy. I don't mean it that way. I just... <laughs> What I heard was God's plan hasn't changed. His plan hasn't changed. Delays aren't denials. Detours aren't derailments. God hasn't forgotten the prayer and the commitment, the sense of call. He remembers it all. His gifts and callings are without repentance. And so the Lord just wants to encourage you. He sees you. He knows right where you are. He hasn't abandoned. He's with you. He's with you right now. And the stuff you're walking it out, it's all good. You're going to walk it out. You're going to walk it out. But he, this is the other word, you haven't been disqualified. Okay? I'm trusting that you have a context for what I'm saying. But there was something when you were younger, you made a commitment, and the Lord's calling it in. Okay? Does that make sense to you? Amen. Can I pray for you? Father, I want to thank you that your gifts and callings are without repentance. That, Lord, you are more tenacious than any pit bull. And you will get locked on to us with purpose, and you will not let go. And we will thrash, and we will holler, and you will not let go. But then there's that moment when we submit and surrender, and we wonder why we ever resisted because of the kindness, grace, and mercy that is released into our lives. So I speak that over my brother tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. I have a word for you and your dad. Could you guys stand together? <laughs> no, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> No, I, this morning, this morning when I was, uh, uh, <laughs> this morning when I was praying, um, I just heard the Lord speak that the glory would come again to the house, and 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 I was I was reminded at lunch because you brought it up at lunch. I, at first, I was like, okay, I'm. You're going to get, Lord, you, I need some context for that. And, and then you reminded me at lunch about this manifestation that had come. And so I began praying over it this afternoon. And what I heard the Lord say was uh, it's that there, there, his glory is going to return. And you're going to see um, healings. You're going to see um, people who um, their, their lives were in the deepest darkest pits drawn out 
and 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 what I sense is that that what God wants to do is it's like a it's like a home makeover in this area. It's it, it's like the Lord's going to come in with practical ways that are going to release the old and the new, so that the expression of the glory it may not be the exact same way it was, but that it's going to fit the here and the now. And um, <clears throat> then there, I just heard the Lord say, thank you. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for passing the baton. Thank you for uh, continuing to function, to encourage, to strengthen. Thank you that you didn't pass it and leave. Thank you that you passed it and stayed. Thank you... Thank you that you thank you that you had another generation and even a generation beyond a generation in heart when you passed it. Thank you that uh, you're in it. Thank you that you believe. Thank you that you are receiving. Thank you. I just heard, hear the Lord saying saying thank you. And uh, <laughs> you can tell him yourself. <laughs> So, Lord, I, I just ask God because I don't want to make, um, I, I, don't, I, I know the Lord, Lord, that you want to do this. And I don't know what it's going to look like. But I know, God, that, that you're speaking, God. And I know that you speak from one generation to the next. And I know that you show your glory from one generation to the next. And I know, Lord, that you want to cover this area with your glory. So, God, I'm just asking you to according to your word and according to your will, to release your glory in this place and out of this place in a dimension, God, that this area, this region has not yet seen. And we thank you that you are the God of all glory and that you manifest your glory to bring glory and honor to your name. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. That was so humble. He was like, <laughs> so great. Um, there's this this woman in the back. Yeah. 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 That's you. What's your name? Julie. Are you guys together? Aw. What's your name? Joe. Joe. Julie. How you doing? I'm Landon. Nice to meet you guys. Um, I just heard so strongly the Lord say over you guys that the past is in the past and there's a new tomorrow. And um, it's a new thing. And God is so pleased with where you're going. God's so pleased with this direction, this new, new course. Run, go hard after it. Don't look back. There's nothing back there for you. Keep running forward, running to Jesus with all of your heart. There's a new tomorrow. Your past won't look like your future. There's so much good things in store for you. You're not disqualified. 
haven't been discredited. God's got so much in store for you. And he's proud of the direction you're running in. Keep going. Keep going. Amen. What I'm hearing is that uh, God wants to do a fundamental shift in your thinking as a church. That you have an image of yourself that's not the image he has of you. It, that you see yourself as one thing, but it's way too small. And that God has something much bigger in mind. And it's easy to list the reasons why bigger may not happen. And I think you, if you're not careful in your minds, you can find ways to justify why this is just the right size. But it isn't. It isn't. And if you allow that to happen, you will miss God's best in this next season because he wants to change the way you think because he wants to change the way this region thinks. He wants to change the way people struggle and have hardship. He wants to change the way they think that that's what happens when you live here. And that's a lie. And there is a principality over the area that he wants to break. And he's asking who's going to break it. And it's going to be you if you'll embrace that because there is, there is a spirit of poverty and coming behind and being second and all of that that needs to be broken. And people have settled. I'm telling you, they've settled. They've settled and said, we've done pretty good considering. Get that out of your vocabulary. Doing pretty good considering. What in the world does that mean? Being pretty good considering is a cop-out. It's settling for less than what is possible. And what God wants to do in this closing moment of this presbytery is challenge your thinking to come up to another level and say there is no settling in God. There is finding the sweet spot and going as far as God wants it to go. And so I feel like there's something happening, a fundamental shift in the way you view yourself, the way you carry yourself when you're not in this building. Your neighborhoods, the stores you walk in, that you begin to walk as who you are. Children of the Most High God. Not arrogant, not saying look at us, but more of I know what God can do. And I'm walking in the reality of it. I'm living it out. I'm still experiencing it. I'm not stopping. I'm not settling. Won't you come along? But there's a breaking of something. I told you where I was from. I told you my background. And I literally had to break a ceiling in my life that my area that I was raised in put on me. It was a cap on me in my brain that Jesus had to smash through. I grew up a poor kid with nothing in Shreveport, Louisiana. My family was the family that they brought the boxes of food to at the holidays. My senior year, my gift from my parents was a new pair of blue jeans, and I needed them. Now, I'm not telling you that so you can go, oh, 
I'm telling you that your background doesn't limit your destiny unless you let it. I have traveled all over the world. I have gone places and seen things that a poor kid from Shreveport couldn't go and do. But God could do it. And that's what I sense over you. You can see God smash that ceiling and that cap in your brain and say, he can take me anywhere he wants to. I can do anything that he says he wants me to do. And it's not about you. It's about the people of the earth who do not know God. Because that's what's on his mind. That's what's on his mind. God, what are you thinking about the people who don't know me? God, what's on your heart? The people who don't understand or believe that I love them. That's what's on his mind. People. So I want to encourage you, just as a, uh, I, man, I can't get away from it. it. It needs to break. It needs to break. And it, it, when it breaks, you'll know. You'll know. It'll be, you'll know it. Because you will immediately begin to see yourself different. You'll begin to see this area differently. You'll begin to see your neighbors differently. You'll be able to start looking at people and see the potential that God has in them. And you'll start wanting to call that forth out of them and out of yourself. And you're going to see some growth that's going to hit you and catch you a little off guard. It's going to happen. If. I'm going to just... If I, here, I just want to pray over this thing. But if, you, if this bears witness in your heart that this is something that needs to break, I'm just going to ask you to stand up. And we're just going to pray. And we're going to believe God to start that busting process right now. Maybe you've set a cap in your own brain, maybe over your own life. But I feel it's, it's not just us as individuals in the room. I think it's something over the church itself. We can do more. Father, in the name of Jesus... We come into agreement with you. Yes, Lord. We come into agreement with you that there is nothing that you cannot do. Nothing is impossible with God. What men say is one thing does not matter. What you say is what matters. So, Father, we ask by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would come tonight and shatter the ceiling of what we see as possible for ourselves, for this church, for this region, for this community. We will stop measuring ourselves by what men tell us. And we will embrace what you say is possible. Lord, open up. Let the world become big again. Lord, some have been so disappointed for so long, the phrase, I don't want to get my hopes up, is their mantra. We break that in Jesus' name. We do want to get our hopes up. We want our hope in you. We want our hope in you. Lord, we know the scripture says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But in Romans it says, hope never disappoints. You're not contradictory. The one you said that hope deferred makes a heart sick has to do with men. Hope never disappoints has to do with you. When our hope is in you, there is no disappointment. So, Father, tonight we just ask 
a fresh infilling of vision, of faith, of expectation, of new hopes rising within, of all that you will do in and through us as people and as a church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now what? What now? Uh, so tomorrow, 9.30, uh, Brother Bill's going to be speaking, and uh, we still will very likely probably have some more words in due season tomorrow. I think uh, Bill said he's going to focus on the preach and leave these other two guys for the prophetic. And uh, I'm excited. Are you all excited? You know, the... Uh, you know, I want to I speak into what he just said about this. I mean, hey, he's, he's speaking to all of us. But, man, I just, I really feel, wow, that some of you guys, man, I, I watch you just die to exist on these jobs, man. I just, I want to see you guys get some jobs worth having. Uh, that's something that's really on my heart. Man, I think that's something that we all need to look out for one another and pray and, 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 and see that come to pass. And, uh, wow, I just, I just, the Lord reminded me of the scripture where David was at the, the, the cave of Adullam, you know, and, and he's, he's sitting there all alone thinking, I've already been anointed king, and what the heck am I doing hiding in a cave? And it said that, that uh, a couple hundred guys showed up, and they were all bitter in soul, and just they really didn't have a purpose in life, and, and uh, that became the kingdom that, that God gave him to, to conquer and to, and to build and to destroy the enemy. You know, destroying's good when it's the enemy. Amen. So we, we should be destructive to, to in the in the correct ways. And uh but but out out of though tonight I see some mighty men coming out because he had some mighty men. They were called what well, guess what? David's mighty men. And David wasn't the only one that killed the giant. He had one that killed the giant and that dude had six fingers and six toes. So you know he had a better point spread. Do what? Yeah, he was from he was from Mississippi. So anyway, let's uh Wow. Y'all got all this figured out, right? That's happened in the last couple of days. We gotta get all this like written down on paper and Yeah, Christy's got a lot to do. So Oh Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. Lord, we thank you for encouragement. Lord, we thank you for wisdom. Uh, Lord, I pray, God, that now that we don't just, that this, like a seed, that we don't allow Satan to steal it, but, Lord, we let it go into fertile soil. Lord, that we water it and that we, we groom it, Father, and we, we, we take care of it, Lord, and we see it come to pass, Father, and to the fruit, Lord, that you desire in our lives. And, Father, I pray, God, that we all sleep well tonight, Father. And God, I pray, Lord, for, uh, for confusion to go away and, Lord, for clarity to come into our lives and uh, for excitement, Lord. Lord, I pray that, ev- pray that everyone here tonight, Lord, feels valuable. Uh, and I pray that everyone tonight feels like they're an asset to this house, Lord, uh, to build it, Lord, and to see it uh, fulfill the vision that you have for it. Lord, we just praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name.